Hello. Welcome back to my channel. Uh, today I'll be spending a few minutes in explaining two important concepts related to post-colonial studies, and those are colonialism and imperialism. Most of the times we use them interchangeably, but there are clear differences between the two concepts, and I thought I should make those clear. So colonialism, as defined by, um, and I'm using someone's definition of it, is a practice of domination, of course, which involves the subjugation of one people to another. Uh, so the difficulty in defining colonialism is that it is hard to distinguish it from imperialism. And the two conflicts are frequently conflated. Uh, like colonialism, as for example, imperialism also relies on dominance, on relies on economic and political dominance. So maybe uh, according to some scholars, if we go to the roots of the term, the etymological roots of the term, uh, the uh, term colonial comes from colonus, right, which is a Latin word, which literally meant uh, a farmer. So that meant that when a group of people were transported from one part of the world to another part of the world, as maybe captive workers, as farmers, and to work that land, they therefore became the colonizers, right? And now may, these people, of course, may not have gone to a new land of their own free will. They might have been taken as slaves, but that act of appropriating another land and peopling it with farmers brought in from outside was part of the colonists and could be extrapolated, I mean, expanded from there to the uh, definition of colonialism itself. So then keeping that definition in mind, colonialism is a mode of appropriating resources and land from another part of the world by a power that has the pow power to do so, maybe through military dominance, maybe through conquest. What it involves is one power physically actually occupying another people's land and then extracting from it the agricultural and other resources. So an act of colonialism then literally always involves an actual conquest and the direct implementation of a system brought in by the conquerors the colonizers. Now, the good, another important thing to keep in mind for uh, what we study as colonialism in uh, the post-colonial studies is that we primarily focus on the 19th and 20th century colonialism. And the reasons for that, I mean, if I try to define them are that it coincides with the rise of capital, first the mercantile capital, and then the later stages of capitalism. And hence the colonial enterprise by European power is, is deeply connected to the rise of capital and the demands of capitalism, which is raw materials and human bodies and human labor. And so in that sense, that is why most post-colonial studies scholars see colonialism as something that involves an actual occupation, conquering, 
and appropriation of another land by the European colonizers. And then that act enables them to establish local systems of government, local systems of coercion, and local systems of extracting the raw materials or the agricultural products from the lands that they have conquered and colonized. So the distinction being that they actually hold the ground, they actually run the territories that they control. Now, coming to imperialism, you know, imperialism, of course, comes from um, uh, from the Roman Empire, from the term imperium, right? Uh, which uh, Roman system of imperial government, which was, of course, implemented militarily. Uh, but when we study the 20th century and 19th century um, colonialism, imperialism is more of the ideological mindset, right? It's the mindset or self-perception of nations that convinces them that they are somehow superior, right? And hence have the right to either take over other lands and civilize them. So it um, uses the vocabularies of the civilizing mission or just believe inherently that their systems, their race, their ways of doing things are superior and they have either the moral responsibility or the right to implement that way of governance, that way of thinking the world, that way of dealing in the world on other people. So if you look at uh, 20th century imperialism and colonialism, all colonialist movements were guided by these ideologies of imperialism, ideologies of racial superiority, ideologies of religious enlightenment, and ideologies of um, bringing uh, culture and light and civilization to these so-called heathen lands. A great example of that kind of mindset or that kind of mentality is uh, the Kipling poem, um, The White Man's Burden, which he writes on the occasion of the American conquest of the Philippines in order to convince Americans that they should now take on this thankless mission of building their imperium through colonization in the Philippines. So overall, to sum up, both the concepts are interconnected because one feeds into the other. Colonialism actually employed physical occupation of the peripheral parts of the world by the European powers. And its aim was to extract resources, agricultural raw materials for the increasing demands of capital in the metropolitan cultures. That is why when we say post-colonialism, what we mean is that that physical occupation ended in different parts of the world after the Second World War. Imperialism is an ideology. It's a mindset, cultural and individual. And that mindset gives the members of a certain community this idea that they are somehow superior or they have a superior mission or a superior system. They understand the world better. And then they attempt to um, implement that system on other people. 
And that never ends, right? Because it's an ideology and because it's a cultural mindset, because it's a cultural way of looking at their global others. So hence, uh, it still underwrites so many aggressive things in the developing world by uh, the so-called developed world. And, and it underwrites so many activities, political and economic of the developed world. So these are some of the distinctions between the two terms. Thank you so much for joining me today. And if I've left anything unsaid, uh, you know, I'll put links to the sources for these two terms uh, in the description. But if you have any questions, please uh, add it in the comments. And if you like what uh, I'm doing on this uh, channel, please do subscribe so that you can get timely notifications of what's coming up every now and then. Thank you so much, and I will see you next time.